Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of Thoughts on Films, where we, and by we I mean uh, that will be me, Fikri, and Eza, Mahmoud. Eza, hello Eza. Hey, hello, hi, around the world. Yeah, all around the world. Um, where we will be sitting down to have a chat about some of the films made for the Kuman Pictures Challenge. Uh, just a quick intro on that particular front. Kuman Pictures is a Malaysian uh, production company for the mm-hmm. month of... Uh, when, when, when did it start? I think I'm, I'm guessing earlier this, this month. Uh, it was very quick in terms of the turnaround. But basically, uh, they they organize uh, what what is known as a Kuman Pictures Challenge, challenging filmmakers in Malaysia to make films uh, under lockdown conditions. So a lot of people, of course, cannot leave their house or cannot leave their homes and, and at least go too far out. So in in these lockdown conditions, people are challenged to make uh, films between one to ten minutes, and those. Who, who made these films, they, they get to make the films and then submit it to other fests and whatnot. The copyright is theirs. But for this competition, mm-hmm. for this particular challenge, the winner gets a thousand ringgit. My goodness, Cesar. Hey, there's, that's, a lot, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot. Sorry, what? I think it's totally worth it to just try and make a film and like strive for it, especially if you're at home and you have all the equipment with you. Even if you don't have like a camera ke and they, I think they stated that you know you can use your phone mm. so it's very very interesting I think it's a very interesting effort and I appreciate that yeah <laughs> absolutely so do I I'm thinking a thousand ringgit can get you a lot of uh, roti gardenia uh, <laughs> and, and stockpile that so so that's something worth bearing in mind although I apparently now the supply chain for gardenia is much improved so that's good news for people back home uh, the competition is True. One that is adjudicated by Shamil Othman, a Malaysian filmmaker who's made Rembat and a number of other films. He he basically came up with a shortlist of 10 uh, with five honourable mentions. And this is all collected from a total of, I think, over 200 submissions, which is crazy. Yeah. 215, if I'm not mistaken. 215, exactly. And- that's a lot of talent. Exactly. <laughs> you think about it like for, you know, this challenge and it, it it gives me hope somehow. Like there's so many entry and there's so many people just you know, getting creative and making stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I totally agree with you. Certainly there are a lot of bored filmmakers who want to get their hands <laughs> on a thousand ringgit. And you don't have to be a filmmaker. It's just, you know, you, you can just make the film. You can just make the film. And um, the, the winner should be announced in, in a few days' time. We are recording on Sunday, 26th of April. Eza, uh, I think you're a few hours away from uh, 27th, Monday. Uh, it, it will be announced on the 28th, which is Tuesday. So what we decided to do, however, is to not watch all 215 <laughs> films. Uh, which does not include the three films submitted uh, beyond the deadline. Rather, (laughs) what we decided Uh to do is just to really discriminate against people we don't know. Now, that sounds terrible, but the fact is... (laughs) Exactly. Look, the fact is, I look at the list and I think, my goodness, ada banyak film ni. And there's a lot of films by people who you think are good filmmakers and they will make very interesting films and whatnot. But we just don't have the time to sit down and watch over 200 films. I think Ajami Hashim actually <laughs> did a top 30 for his film blog. We might share oh, the link with you later. So I'm guessing he sat down to watch <laughs> all 215 oh, films or 218, I don't know. But for my part, we decided to just whittle it all down to just people <laughs> we know, which basically means that we went through the list and then we just look at the names and then, oh, I've heard of that person. The person made this film. So we, we click on that. Mm-hmm. Or, ah, Mamatni, uh, I used to teach this person. So, <laughs> you know, so there's more than a few of my former mm-hmm. students uh, in, in the list here. Right, Jaken? Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jaken he's just nodding his head. Jaken is here. Jaken is always here. How are you, Jaken? Are you okay? 
He's just nodding his head. He's fine. He got <laughs> he got a new toy yesterday, so I think he's just gonna enjoy playing that. Yeah, it's it's one oh, of those Lego play. sets, um, which I oh. bought sometime before, but then I just <laughs> kept it for him to enjoy now, basically, to to kind of release it uh, strategically at certain points in time. Oh, Jake, and you want to join us? Okay, come. Okay. <laughs> he wants to sit here. I don't know whether he actually wants to say anything, or maybe he just wants to come under the blanket because, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, we are recording this using the latest technology in the year 2020, which is to record oh, with a blanket over our head. <laughs> so anyway, so, um, so, so, so those are the kind of films we're talking about here. We're, we're talking about uh, films made by people we know, names that somewhat sound familiar, and, and that's it, really. So it's not a measure of any kind of so-called uh, quality standard or test uh, in which we watch all the films and we say this is the best this is a top 14 films or whatever that's absolutely not the case it's, it's completely opposite okay for the official shortlist you can head over to the kuman pictures facebook page they have posted it there and you can check out the films uh, in in a playlist that they themselves have created on youtube and which we will share in our show notes as well. For now, though, Eza, uh, let's, let's get going with your films. First, uh, you saw seven films. Which one do you want to start with? What are we looking at? Yes. Uh, I think I would, I would like to start with uh, Don't Go by Sidney Chan. Yeah, Sidney uh, Chan, yes. It's really, really long. I've mm. met Sidney uh, because we were at the um, Sea Shop Film Festival 2000. Uh, 18, I guess. All right. Mm. Okay. 18, and so he was there as well. So I introduced myself and we talked a bit and and uh, found out that he um with with like interviewed him. I think for the filmmaker anonymous and that's why I feel like oh okay it would be nice to uh have a watch and yeah I watch it. Uh, have you watched it? Don't go. No, I've not. <laughs> Uh, I, 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 it's in the list, but for this particular episode, I'm just prioritizing the, the, the list prepared for, for myself. So again, for okay. the listeners, there's one list for Ezra, a list of seven films, and then there's another list for myself. Uh, what are your thoughts on, uh, don't go? Should people go and watch, uh, don't go by Sidney Chan? Definitely. I think, I think I might be biased, but I kind of, I really like it. I think, uh, it's, um, it's. Very well made, I think, mm. and mm. I think it falls under a psychological thriller mm. um, uh, genre, I would say, because I've watched the other films on the list, mm. um, the seven, the other seven films, and this is the one that uh, doesn't include any hantu or a form of hantu, but a very in- introspectively eerie. So I find it very interesting to watch. It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, I think it, it's an amazing three minutes, definitely. Right. Uh, it's, uh, you can see how Sydney made this film with um, the understanding of introduction to the character mm-hmm. with the, she, he really used the um, surroundings, he really used the means that he has around the house like mm. you can see introduction to the character with the pictures i believe this is a real person <laughs> like the real picture used <laughs> in the way like inter- introducing which um uh, i i really like it i admire that you know he uh, showcase the playground a bit and uh give us an understanding of a whole picture where probably we are, what time of the day. Uh, so, I like it and you should watch it. Okay, it's, good, it's good. It's an interesting and it deserves the uh, shortlist. Mm-hmm. It deserves to be on the shortlist, the top 10. Okay, good. So, yeah, kudos. Lovely. Uh, well, I, I will check it out later. Certainly, it is mm-hmm. here on, on the list of films for me to watch. There's a lot of films to, to catch up, I must say. Um, but three minutes is fine. I'll make time for you, Sydney. No worries. Uh, who else? 
who else should I make time for? Uh, what, what, what other films are we looking at on your list here that you want to talk about um, next? I think the other one I would like to is also one of the top 10 mm-hmm. uh, it's called Visitor by Aaron Chung ah yes uh, Aaron Chung is I think um, also made a well made film you would be surprised to as to the quality of the I know you cannot judge by the quality because the other uh, <laughs> uh, the other short films in the list probably not I wouldn't say lack of it but mm-hmm. they really uh, they really embrace the uh, rule where you can you know use anything we, we, you can use your phone you can use your camera it you know up to you so yeah in regards to the film Visitor by Aaron Chung it's mm. basically about um, a guy who is alone in his room or working area and then he started to uh, listen to weird sounds and he eventually go and check all of it and then dun 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 so dun 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 open my interpretation uh, and I uh, when I watch it it really gets me because I feel like oh at times I'm alone and I listen to all this <laughs> You'd be surprised by the quality of this film. Actually, I, I would, I would not be because uh, for those who don't know, Aaron Chung is a filmmaker who first really rose to prominence. I would say in the late noughties, uh, maybe early tenies, around ah. that that time frame. He made a number okay. of very well received short films, Hijack and Crook. Yeah. I remember one of one of those uh, shots. Uh, one one of those uh, shorts had a shot yeah. in which we. Yeah. We basically see someone get beaten up, but we don't see them or we hear it, but we don't hear it. Oh. We, we actually transition to somebody wrestling. So much um, that the camera would pan, I think it would pan to, to a wrestling match on TV as the girl is beating somebody up outside of the house or something like that. So, And I remember watching it at some short film screenings in KL back in Malaysia. It was just a winner. It was an absolute winner because it was funny. It was brilliant. I think maybe the dialogue was minimal, if, if I recall correctly. But certainly, oh, yeah. Ar- yeah, Aaron is, is on the list here because, you know, I look at his name and I think, yep, this is a man who knows how to make short films, basically. He's, he's made a number of very good ones. So so it's good to see that he's getting back on form. Also a former uh, graduate of uh, Academy Film Malaysia, which is no longer with us and, uh, Unfortunately, at least not in the same uh, name or, or brand. But nevertheless, that's that. Thanks, Ezra. That's a good one. Um, somebody, there's somebody else whose name I'm very interested in. Uh, a film called Late Night by a person called Norman Effendi. And what I want to know from you here is based on what I will I will tell you. So Norman used to be a, a former student of mine. I used to teach him at Sunway. And the thing is with him, there was once at a particular film event when we were hanging out with some other film people and then I basically told them that Norman is my student. and But I will only claim him to be my student of my former student if he's good. Lah. If he's not good, then I will say that I, don't, that I don't know him. 
So the question I want to ask you right now, Eza, is can I claim to know Norman Effendi as one of my former students or should I say that I don't know who Norman Effendi is? <laughs> Wait, let me embrace the question. Oh, okay. Hmm. I think you, you can definitely call me <laughs> Good. former student. <laughs> ah, alhamdulillah. So listening, I'm, <laughs> I agree. Uh, that you <laughs> is <laughs> in typically from Muslim. Oh, that's good. That's so, good. Yeah. Tell us a bit more so, about the film. Um, uh, Late Night by Norman Effendi is, I think, among the most interesting visually. Ah. Uh, that within the seven uh, film that I watched, it's mm. the most experimental of it all. Mm. It has a very distinct color choice. It has a very simple, I think, uh, almost a one shot, um, almost a one take, a one sh- long shot take. But because I think uh, bloopers, it has like flickers. It turns into dark and then bright and then dark and then bright. So I don't know whether that that considered a cut or not. But uh, mm. if take it out, then it's a long um take. And uh, I really hate the fact that there's a jump scare. I was tuning in <laughs> onto the screen and there's this jump scare. Who, like really, <laughs> I didn't curse, but I was like, "Ish, ni masengajo." Seems that I have taught him well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The most definitely the most experimental of of uh, that that from the film that I watched. All right, fair enough. Good stuff. Good stuff. Any other experimental films uh, amongst the the remaining ones that you have seen here? I think um, Good Night by Garrick C. The mm. uh, a short three minute. It doesn't have like a very experimental essence but uh, it has that simple um, simple almost cliche story mm-hmm. but effective I would say because it's the first uh, film that I watched for from this uh, list mm-hmm. and I didn't initially I didn't uh, set myself oh, it's gonna be a horror or a thriller it's just gonna be a short film about mm. being at home <laughs> or PKP and then and then when I watch it I feel like ah oh, it's, it's gonna be a horror film because um in my head I thought uh, I didn't realize that it's gonna be a horror thriller mm-hmm. initially I, I really uh, I'm sorry but I really thought it's like you can do any film do any film about PKP or uh, about the RM, uh, you know, the strict movement order ni. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't come in towards the horror, horror <laughs> genre lah. So yeah, mm-hmm. it, it got me, it, it caught my attention. Uh, this good night, it's about, uh, it's a, I would say a classic twist about of horror film about um a man who was just in inter interacting with his phone and then it started when the uh, the 
uh, he started when he received a picture from an unknown un- number and that picture is in his house. Aduh. So, <laughs> so, I'm like, uh, okay, I know where this is going. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> so on that, I, on that, and, on that I, basis I, alone, I, I dah tak nak tengok dah. <laughs> I, I feel like, it's not to so, say it's not a good film. It's, it, it might be that I might be scared out of my mind. Um, so, I, I don't, yeah. Uh, yeah, but I probably I will think, take it. Uh, among all the Good uh, Night by Galaxy, um, use I I don't know whether he use phone or not, but it it does look very grainy, and I think that adds up to the homemadeness or the I would say the authenticity or the aesthetics hmm. choose by Gary uh, made this film. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, he's on the list for me because he made the film Tengka. Which was a finalist for the short and sweet 2018 competition, and it's about basically about a woman having to fight for her freedom. Uh, but the way in which it is told is actually very, very creative and very, very nice. I liked it very much, so that's why his name is is here and stood out in that list. Um, another name that really stands out is the name of Maz Irwan Azani, a, a really good friend of ours. Uh, we've in- interviewed him. In the past as well, um, and, and keen to see what it's about. Kesana kesini, what what what's going on there? Harus kah saya saya kesana untuk menonton kesana kesini. Kesana kesini. I don't know whether you you heard or not. Kesana kesini is a meme right now. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> what was it? Start, it started with I think uh, one one of the I think among the first um, uh, like aman aman nega. Or like, good lecture. It's like perutusan, mm-hmm. um, special perutusan by the Prime Minister Dalam Sri Muhyiddin Yassin, and he said something <coughs> like, uh, orang orang masih lagi kesana kesini. So they took the the kesana kesini and <laughs> make make songs out of it, make like really like dub stamp it like like EDM, <laughs> the, the term kesana kesini all the way. <laughs> so you will listen to it. Sana kesini, sana kesini. So I'm like, oh, now I know. <laughs> so, ah, people just get things oh, so, so much more creative. Like this, <laughs> I know. So, yeah, that's the the term kesana kesini. Is uh, is the in thing right now here in Malaysia. We yeah. just use it everywhere. And uh, when I watch it, <clears throat> fair enough. It um, it does have that term in the use as a narration. In the uh, film itself, mm. uh, Irwan creatively cut the, I think the, amat uh, the utusan or the, the di, the dialogue, the text mm-hmm. or the audio of that ucapan, the speech, and incorporated yeah. it with um with uh, um uh an interesting. <coughs> is because the cast is a young girl and this is the only film among the seven who has like a young girl as the main cast mm. so it's interesting how Mas Irwan uh, probably um, directed his <laughs> daughter I mean, into acting and uh, <laughs> making this short film uh, basically it's <clears throat> throughout the three minutes we follow this young girl Uh, I think um, manifested a manic. I don't know how they do it, but uh, like uneasiness of this ucapan by the prime minister mm. getting like in her in her head again and again. Kesana kesini, kesana kesini again and again and again. And the uh, what interesting is the the film ends with a text screen saying like what happened to this kid, like. After seorang kanak-kanak ditemui mati kerana corona dengan telinga tercabut, I'm like, okay, it's interesting and it has a very cheeky looks onto it. Like this girl was just playing in her room with her toys, and then like he put in this headphone with kanak-kanak sini in in the somehow start to just you know. Be, be be like um uh, possessed by it. <laughs> yeah, 
that's that's from kesana ke sini by Mas Irwan. Lovely, so, lovely. My goodness, yeah. I, I'll definitely have to check this out now. Uh, a big part of the reason now appears to be because I've actually not met his family. I, I think I probably met. Have I met his wife? Back when they were dating, perhaps once. I can't remember now, but. But you know, the point is, macam saya saya kenal Irwan, tapi saya sendiri pun macam dah dah lama tak jumpa dia, and I've not met his kids or whatnot. So this would be a good way for me to kind, at the very least, have a look at how they look at on screen. So, so that'll be fun. I'll, I'll check it out for sure. Uh, someone else, someone else who's very used to working with kids. Um, the 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 short film Tumpang is made by, I hope I'm getting this pronunciation right, Irwet Marteni. Is I think uh, Irwet is a teacher somewhere in uh, Sabah, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, again, correct me if I'm wrong, dear listeners, uh, mail at thoughtsonfilms.com. And, and I'm saying that because he made the film uh, Solunsuk, which is an, uh, an award-winning film featuring kids solving a water crisis in a village. And it was it's it's a very nice and sweet film, short film in, in its own right. But that's the reason why I look at the list and I thought, ah, oh, uh, that that name sounds uh, familiar. Uh, so so what can you tell us about Tumpang, uh, Eza? Okay, it, I think uh, among all, Tumpang has a very localized feel to it. I think because it was filmed in like a somehow kampung area mm-hmm. where um. Like and and this is also the other film that feature kid as the cast. Right. Uh, because like but but it's not the only cast lah. Cause the the main character is a young girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh is somehow uh, it started with a conversation on WhatsApp with a friend saying like oh there's someone at home probably uh, but <clears throat> you can come and uh you can come and stay at my my place for a while and you know. Where we usually hide the key, so just <laughs> get the key and <laughs> go inside the house. And so it started with that very harmless, uh, uh, I think very uh, simple everyday situation where you know someone or your friend when they come to your house and like, oh, I'm out, but you can masuk jelah dulu. There's key be here and there. So I think that got me got my attention for uh from from the beginning, mm. and then. What happened is that when she enters the house, she I think take a nap or just sleep throughout the day probably. Uh, and then uh, I think it's early night or somehow it it enunciate as if it's night because the the um, color palette change. Um, the visual also the visual color uh, colors change. Mm. So um. Like she start listening to kids running in the house, and she went into the house, and there's so kids playing, and she got scared, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> uh, it um, I think interesting to to watch it. It features these two hantu kids who doesn't look as scary, mm. but it's supposed to be. It is scary, uh, because you know this. How 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 are you? alone in the house and then these kids came in uh, and be with you in the house how come so mm. uh, so yeah that's that's that I think an interesting a bit cliche I think uh, but uh, well uh, it's open for everyone to enjoy and definitely I think um, like the extent of cliche-ness affects how you relate to it how you probably it plays with your psyche and uh yeah, of course. I think growing up, I listened to like, uh, you know, like probably the horror story of when you're at home, and then people you listen to some kids laughing, ka, ka. Hmm. So yeah, it really got into the psych, the Malay psyche in me, and um, effective, I think. So that's for so that's tumpang from okay. Irwet Martini. All right, lovely. Martini, Martini. Yeah, don't don't say Martini. Martini is uh, <laughs> bulan Ramadan ya, Zah. Jangan jangan fikir Martini ya. Okay? <laughs> uh, I hope she doesn't make as long as she can. Maaf ya, Irai. No, don't don't worry. It's all good. We're here 
in good spirits and, and with good humor. I, I just wonder, though, uh, on, on that note, can we expect that from um, Filet by Nick Davis? Uh, he's on the list because he's a composer. Unless I'm sorely mistaken and there's another Nick Davis out there who's, who's making films in Malaysia. But I'm, I'm going with the information I have in front of me. Composer for the film Two Sisters, the horror film by James Lee, released last year. Last year? Eh, 20. 19, that's right, 2019. <laughs> and he won the Best Music Composer Award at the Festival Film Malaysia. So, yes. I think even before the film was released. <laughs> so, you know, that's a fine achievement. Yeah. But but the point is, Macham, so he has, he has a track record as a composer on horror films. How does that translate into his own film here? I think, I think to be honest, this is one of my, like, my favourite Monk really? really won my heart right away. <laughs> I think it's so heartbreaking and it's effective. Like, like it deserves definitely deserves to be in the top ten. All right. And, um, so I think this uh, <clears throat> cleverly made. Um, it's about like uh, it's uh, an imagination of what would happen on the twenty two hundred seventy fifth. Day of the PKP or the the RMO, the Restricted Movement Order. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what happened? Uh, after like almost how many months is this? But yeah, two hundred seventy five days after the PKP, and um, what happened if there's no more food? Oh, <laughs> and, Allah. And so, <laughs> so oh, interesting. Uh, that sounds and good. I think when when you say that, you know, he was the sound design for a composer yeah. for Two Sisters and even won the Music Composition Award and this definitely um, translate to Philly, the short film by mm. Nick Davis and um, definitely I think it, it um, stands out in the way that it doesn't involve uh, from the list or from the film that I watched there's more of like a horror or hantu side of story by mm. Nick Davis cleverly made and cleverly made a short film um, or about a more uh, leaning towards the thriller mm-hmm. uh, side of things and uh, imagine do you want me to I can spoil a bit right? You don't have to you don't have to I think okay. <laughs> we have an idea uh, more, more than enough of an okay. idea of, of what's what um, yes you don't have to spoil it because I, I'm hopeful that maybe some of our listeners can make the time to sit down and check out some yeah. of these uh, films made by very creative people under very restrictive conditions. Uh, before we cut to mm-hmm. my part in the second half, we're going to take a, a bit of a short break. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Ezra, mm-hmm. any more for any more about uh, Filet? No? Uh, definitely. Highly recommend that you guys should watch it. And yeah, I want my heart. I think it deserves to, to be... Out, up there with the top 10. Okay, good, good. Uh, I, I just want to mention how, for a number of these films, you mentioned something about the cliche part. The thing about cliche is that it's actually effective. <laughs> mm, you know, it's cliche, <laughs> but why is something cliche? It's because it works. So, so I feel much, um, sometimes it's like, you know, oh, what I need is just a little bit of cliche. Do you know what I mean? So you have that variety. So some films give you something that's unexpected, but but after a while, what what you need is just you know what I just want to watch Transformers. <laughs> so, so it's it's all good. Cliche or no cliche? Uh, it seems like the the films listed by Ezra there very effective, worth your time. So ladies and gentlemen, do make the time to check them out. We are going to be taking a short break right now, but don't go anywhere because you are not supposed to go anywhere. You can't. You're supposed to stay at home. And, and wherever you are right now, we are going to be back after the break. So we'll catch you in a short while. Tetapi jika saudara sendiri masih bergerak, kesana kesini kesana kesana kesini kesana kesana kesini kesana. Just stay at home. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we're back for the second half of today's episode where we are going to be talking about a select number of films from the Kuman Pictures 
challenge. People were challenged to make a number of short films. As I've hey. talked about seven of them. And now I'm going to talk about seven of mine that I have in my list here. First up hey. is uh, Puisi Tentang Hantu by Jeff Samaroon. Hey. Have you have you heard of his name before? No, I haven't. You haven't? En- right. en- enlighten me. I, I will. He's basically a lecturer at uh, Unimas, University Malaysia oh. Sarawak. Also a curator hey, hey, hey. at Rumah Film. And previously an interviewee uh. of, of Toff. So he's a friend of Toff. Oh. Yeah. I don't think people know hey. that when they are interviewed by us, we... Call them, you know, friend, mm-hmm. friend of thoughts on films or <laughs> whatever. They automatically Aww. become our friend, even though we may have not met them, and that's the case here. So, so Jeff is a friend of Top, <laughs> and and that's the reason Hi, why Jeff. his name stands out. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> yes, indeed. Hope you're doing well in Kuching. I can't remember now where where he's at. Anyway, he's somewhere there in Sarawak, Rani. Um. And Pusi Tentang Hantu is certainly one of the more experimental ones uh, on my list. Mm-hmm. You mentioned some experimental films that you covered earlier. And I think in my mm-hmm. case, I, I what I really like is how there's a voiceover narrator. So so basically, it's like somebody at home and in, in similar conditions. And he's just narrating mm-hmm. the events. He's telling us a particular story of what happened. And, and he's reading a poem. He's reading a poem. It's, it's one of these, you know, horror poems and whatnot. And as he's reading a poem, the lines in the poem talk about ada hantu kat bilik air ke apa ke. Oh, ada ni lah. Ada macam bunyi air menitis di di bilik air ke dekat tandas ke. But, and, and then we would cut, we would go into the toilet. We would see that. So macam, it's quite interesting to see how uh, he has worked with a particular story uh, as, as that, that's primarily very... I would say very oral because if you're talking about poems, poems usually you would read them. You know what I mean? But but he will work with something that is meant to be read and he would show us that which is meant to be heard. So I, I find that quite an interesting way of, of working with uh, the this particular context. So so there is that. So if, if you like that kind of stuff, I think there's this uh, film worth checking out. And also, there's uh, some shots of the screen. So much on TV, dear, all you get is just white noise. And if I just if I just say the ring, you you will know <laughs> you will know what I mean. So there is that. That's what you imagine as well, exactly. <laughs> so there's there, there there's some shots of that. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's still one of the scariest films I've seen. I think um, the the Japanese version. Yeah, the the Western oh, one was still good. Was still good, but yeah. So there are, there are some elements yeah. where he would take different bits, like um, apa puisi tentang hantu, which is literally the title of the film, but some some yeah. other horror elements from other bits here and there, and he would put it all together into this very uh, very experimental, not really experimental per se. It's, it's it's not totally experimental. There's still a certain narrative there, but yeah. but yeah, you you get the idea. So so I I yeah. like it. And, and it's worth checking out. But one film that really turned things around for me, because <laughs> I watch this, all these films, um, is uh, Satu Suku. So when, when I say turn things around, what I mean is that a lot of them have something that you can kind of guess what is going to happen next. It's, it's, meant, it's what I mentioned earlier about a cliche, which is not to say it's, it's automatically bad, Kapika. There's nothing uh, bad about that, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, it depends on the context and whatnot. But Satusuku really played around my expectations. And it's very... The, the, the note I wrote down here is, good at turning non-believers into believers. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> there you go. So, so basically, it's just a story about two guys in a house. Uh, they're the housemates, they're friends and whatnot. And one of them basically mm-hmm. believes in ghosts and the other does not. And the one the other one person says that we should go and check it out. And the other one says, no, it's 2020. There are no ghosts. So that's, that's the kind of basis that we're working with here. And it's actually quite mm-hmm. interesting because uh, I, I feel like I want to talk more about it. But I'm afraid that doing more will uh, kind of spoil it a bit. 
So I'll, I'll just leave hey. a bit of, of this for, for the audience to watch. But I, I will say that I really hey. like this film. Uh, yeah, it's, it's on the list because it's made by John Hafiz, who is the editor hey. for Rosita Binti Roslan and Terbit 23. Oh. So these are films. Hey. Rosita Binti Roslan is the name of a character in a film, although it sounds like the name of a person. And the hey. film won the BMW Shorties Award a, a number of years ago. Terbit 23 was made oh, as a result nice. of that. But he didn't direct it, he was the editor. But the thing about okay. both Terbit 23 and Rosita Binti Roslan, the thing about hey. both films is that they are both very well edited. A lot of the, um, the, the, the feels, if you will, from both hey. films came from, from the editing. And Satusuku oh, nice. was uh, something like that. You mentioned about the time earlier, about how 3 o'clock is always the, like, macam the scariest time. Ke ke. Um, hey. Satusuku is that. It's, it's actually a reference to the time. And it's not oh. as I had initially expected. Macam okay. Satusuku orang, you know? Macam, uh, kau, kau dari suku mana kan? Do, do, you, know, do you know that, that term? Yeah. So, that's okay. what I thought. I thought macam Satusuku is... Yeah, we are all one humanity, uh, one one group of people, uh, one community. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's not playing with that. It's working with time. So so that's my. Uh, it helps to subvert expectations. Maybe that's that's a part of the experience uh, that that should be explained there as well. Um, yeah. Nice. Good. Good. Um, Ezra, you pick the next film. Uh, you've yeah. you've seen the list, right? So you have the list. Yeah, yeah. Any any particular films? You you pick one. You pick one. Like which one should I talk about next? I I think probably by Walid. I Walid Ali Minggu Minggu Wabak. Yeah, Walid. It's the longest. It is the longest. It is the longest, isn't it? Very interesting. First of all, he's on the list because his is a very familiar name. He's a former hey. student at FITA, uh, hey. faculty film, theater, and animacy in, in UITM. Hey. I can't remember. This is the thing. I cannot remember whether he's a former student of mine or not. Was uh, he? I don't think so, right? I, I, I don't think so. Because he's my senior. Mm-hmm. I think he's Harry. Harry's uh, one of our friends. Harry punya... Batchmate or probably more senior. Did he? Did he take? Senior, but I'm not quite sure. Yeah, but I I thought the. But having said that, I I teach different subjects and whatnot. But he was he in the mm. screenwriting program? He wasn't. Was was he in the no, writing I program with theater? It was the theater. Cause it was the theater. I remember when I was doing my bachelor, he was doing his master at Royal Holloway in theater. So mm. we met once. When I was uh, in the UK, and now ah. he's teaching, I think, in Unimas. Oh, really? Theater study. Yes. Ah, yes. that's brilliant. That is fantastic to know. <laughs> that's fantastic to know. I must admit yeah. that I don't know him well, but what I know of him is all good. There's, there's, it's, it's something that I feel that like, I feel like he's a creative person. He's, I'm certainly aware of his theater activities. I, I was not aware of his teaching activities. So, so that's good to know. Um. This uh, film, Minggu Minggu Waba, he's, I think it's a confessional style. So basically, again, a person under lockdown conditions and he's talking about how in in, macam in his house he hears things. Uh, a friend would come over and all, and all this kind of stuff. So it's, it's, But the style is actually very confessional. So macam, it's like he's talking to us as if we are part of the story. Like he's just unloading, you know, he's just sharing with us. So he's looking at the camera, almost like a vlog in a way, and and so he would talk about certain bits here and there, and then every once in a while he would have some shots of macam um, a kuching, <laughs> it's like uh, on, on on in the front area of the house, uh, and but because of the lighting, it's actually quite quite nice. It's actually quite nicely done. So if you want to talk about experimental, this is another film that kind of works very much with. Whatever is around, I think, and but but it's not to say that it's uh, not effective at all because it has the feel macam kalau if you are with your friends you 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 go and you go camping in the forest somewhere and then you guys sit around the the fire 
misalnya. And then it's like, okay guys, let's tell let's tell a horror story now. You know, that's what was going on here. So that's oh my God. so the very the very eerie thing for me is that the the film works in in a way that is scary because I don't know whether it's I don't know whether it's true or not. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not to say that I don't know whether it's true. It's it's in the sense that yeah, I know that yeah, it's a film. It's it's a story again. Tapi style dia macam style dia macam this is something that actually happened, and I just want to share this with you guys. With all the others, quite a lot of the others, you watch it and then you you can feel safe in the sense that you know it's not real. But minggu minggu wabak ni sebab style confessional dia. Uh, you do have that sense of of reality that makes it feel much like, okay. <laughs> and there's also one bit in the line, uh, uh, one bit in the film, one line in the film where he said that, that the confessional is actually done during the day, and he said, "Aku tak nak buat ni belah malam" or something like that. And and I said, "Yep, yeah. <laughs> me too," because oh I I watched all these no. films during the daytime. I'm definitely not gonna watch them at night. <laughs> so. <laughs> no, just watch it tonight. <laughs> But the film was shot during the day, so so it should be alright. <laughs> so that's a uh, minggu minggu apa? A bit long, uh, clocking in at I think nine minutes ish. But but that's just because we we ended up getting used to watching a lot of the other films which came in at three, four, five, six minutes kapag so so itulah. So I think that's a context we have to bear in mind. And that's good. That's good. Um, someone. Who I know is definitely a former student of mine, uh, and I'm, you know, in this case, very happy to claim him as a former student of mine. Is uh, Zairo? I think you probably do you know Zairo? Zairo Izam. He made the this is a film AI, um, which oh. is which is basically much anita. I, I think. Hmm? You think? No, no, no. I I I can't recall who Zairo was. So is I'm gonna Google him a bit. <laughs> yeah, no, don't just Google Zyrol. Zyrol, I think, is a very common name. You get all sorts of different ever uh, research results. But Zyrol is I'm here. Uh, he made a film AI. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, one of the finalists or one of the shortlisted films, the top 10. And I like it uh, very much because it works. There are two things here. Number one, the, the story is basically about someone at home who is interacting a lot with his i think they call it digital personal assistant okay google assistant kalau i mean usually you have alexa but in this case he's working with his phone so i think it's it's one of those things so there's that vibe macam if you have seen her uh film oh, yes you've seen, I've that? seen her yes So so there is that vibe. So just imagine her, ada Joaquin Phoenix, then ada suara um, Scarlett Johansson. So just imagine her, number one, okay? Uh, but but in the Malay context. And then number two, and number two, um, her coming to life. <laughs> so there is that sense, macam, uh, it's, it's not at the end of the film, but halfway through the film, there is that sense macam, Uh, because the character in the film is so uh, attracted to the digital person assistant, I think the character would say something like, "I wish you were a real person, And then, yeah, and then things happen. So, so that's intriguing. That's really, really cool. And I like, I like that theme. I like that theme because the, I think this whole idea of artificial intelligence is something that I've been really thinking about. More critically, uh, in 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 recent months, and and perhaps even over subconsciously over the past few years, uh, certainly as you know, we, we've we've mentioned it a number of times, not just in this episode but previous episodes. As as a lecturer, you know, the idea of how you know you, you are working with technology to to teach is actually quite a key discussion. And now, of course, a lot of universities are conducting stuff online. And now I think we're getting to the stage where um, lecturing and teaching will be one of those jobs that people will think about in a sense, much like, um, actually, do we need human lecturers? <laughs> we need the information. Interesting. You know, you need the 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 knowledge or the the information and and the research and and 
the yeah. the stuff and whatnot. But you don't. Do you need a lecturer, a human lecturer, to get that? And that the short mm. answer is no. <laughs> so, so that yeah. that sounds much. Um. Oh man, I'm gonna be out of out out of another job. <laughs> so, so I have to find something else for myself. Um. But but all jokes aside, AI is is, is quite a critical and and relevant thing to talk about in in more recent times. And I like how Zyro is working with it here. And the second point that I really like about this film is the sense of humor. So much I'm just, for instance, in, in one scene, Zyro is, is asking the, uh, I think Google, I think he just asked Google, I can't remember whether it's the name of, of the program, Google, am I hot? And then the response is, you are just the right temperature. <laughs> So I that's you know me you know me ladies and gentlemen that's my humor right there so so you go into this you're expecting macam film hantu and yet within the first few minutes it's that's the kind of stuff that you come across so I it's just unexpected it's it's great I really like it and and I like seeing Zyro on screen as well I've not seen him for a long time and funny story here he was supposed to we were supposed to make a film together. Uh, uh-huh. many moons ago I think this is back in 2012 when I was still with Monash and I wanted to kind of get a project off the ground to see if I can make a film uh, it's, it's I think a, a, a series of films called um, the Monash Anthology Films I can't remember now but basically we had that chance at one point in time where he he would uh, make a film I would be the producer and then some of the other Monash students of mine would be the the uh, people supporting him so like the DP um, the editor so basically I was very attracted to that because uh, I, th- I thought of it as a good opportunity to kind of connect UITM and uh, Monash together and in, in the end we would end up doing that through other films but his was a film that I had wanted to make, but we we ended up not making it because I had to go to Indonesia, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, so that ended it? up okay. not coming to pass, and because I was the only one with who was comfortable with both sides of the camp, both the UITM mm. people and and the Monash people, Zairul and and mm-hmm. and the Monash people, which I'm like, well, you know what, we want to make the film, but I don't really know you, so. Kalau tak ada fikir macam susah nak buat, and yeah, so that was that was unfortunate and a missed opportunity because I feel like the the story he had at the time was was very good. Um, so and and it seems that the story he had in this one was was also a very good one, and yeah, I really like it. So that's AI by Zaro Izam. Ezra, give me the next film. Um. Okay, I think what attracted me also um there is a Halusinasi by Sharifah Hadora Ezra Said Akbar. I think among other kan, is she the only, is she, I think that she's the only uh, in your list, like, woman filmmaker. Really? If I'm not mistaken. Ezra, don't say that. People will say that I'm, you know, I'm not a feminist or a misogynist. Ke ke. Betul ke? Oh, yeah lah. Eh, is it kan? If yeah, you're right. Look at your, uh, your list. And same goes to my list. Uh, I think Eroid, I don't know. Eroid Martini. <laughs> one of the... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know about the name. Ladies and gentlemen, I must make it clear. <laughs> this is not us discriminating against the, the fairer yeah. gender, so to speak. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just based on, you know, people we know. But you might be right. Yeah. Now I'm looking at the list again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I Yeah, you, you might be right. Um, Hallucinasi by... Sharifah Hanura Ezwa, also uh, a former student of mine, and also someone who's here, not just because she's a former student, but also because I think she has a cool name. So, nama Ezwa, macam, you know, when I read out the list in class, I would just go macam, uh, Ezra, Aisha, you know, it's just the first name, but, but when I get to Sharifah Hanura Ezwa, I feel like I have to say the whole name, because... (laughs) 
especially the Ezwa part. It sounds like a rock star's name. You know, it's like imagine if you're at a concert and the next act being introduced is her. It's like, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Sharifa Hanura Ezwa. Yeah. It's like he has that 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 rock star quality. If if I can make sense out of that. So, so yeah. So that's the only reason why. She's she's here, I guess. Uh, aside from the fact that I know her, um, I like this film because this is about mental health. If we talk the theme. If you want, you want to talk, look at the the themes of the different films. This one is very expressly about mental health, so that's very good and very welcome because I feel that the mental health of people who are forced to go into very restrictive lockdown conditions, I feel that we've not really talked about that as much. The focus mm. of, of the bigger picture discussions have always been about the economic impact of the MCO, mm. misalnya, or the uh, the political downsides or, or, or whatever. Macam mm. even in sports, macam we're talking about, oh, when can we go back to playing football? And because we're losing money here, you know? But, but we're not really talking about, you know, what kind of uh, mental impact would this have on people's uh, well-being? Mm. We, we, so, sure. so her film is is the one out out of all the 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 films that I've seen here that really focus on that, mm-hmm. and I really like it. Uh, there were editing, uh, the, the editing in in some of the later parts was very effective in doing this because you do get this sense that, which um, uh, you know what is real, what is not, uh, and that that's something mm-hmm. that I think is very positive. The only bit that I want to kind of point out, um, mm-hmm. the match um match ticket is that there's. Near the end, there's there's a longer mm-hmm. bit with a number of people talking to their camera uh, phones, I, I would imagine, and sharing mm-hmm. a bit of their situations from all over the world. So you have people from Australia, you have uh, Malaysians, in, in, an Indonesian whose name is Fikri, mm-hmm. as it turns out. Which I'm, when he said, Hi, I'm going Fikri, he said, Ah, what? <laughs> so... So, anyways, yeah. So you have this international international connection, including the Italian teacher, Yanka Fita dulu, Pier Mauro, Pier Pier Paolo, I think. Um, so he's in there as well, and they're all talking about you know what the situation is like, um, and whatnot. So Yantu, when it was added, uh, in the second half of the film, rasa macam it became a different film. So it's like two films in one. So if you are into such deals. Uh, maybe it's a good thing, but for me, much mm-hmm. like, um, I feel it's better to kind of just maintain a kind of uniform consistency, lah, um, from from one bit to the next. So, so that's that. But the mental health bit I really like, and I think it's very important and it's worth of of greater consideration. So, so yes, good people, do take care of your mental health. If mm-hmm. that helps. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's that. Um, can we talk about Mama's homestay? Yes, definitely. Right. Is it is it one of the shortlisted ones? Um, I can't I remember. Don't think so. I I don't have the. No, it might it might be. Uh, is it not? It's not. It's not. Mama's homestay. No, it's not in the. It's not in the top ten. Oh, you got. Oh. And. Honorable mention. Not in the special mention. Oh, tak ada juga. I want to say I thought that this would actually be one of those films that would get there because yeah because I I watched this and this is one of those films that had very good technical qualities in in my opinion so it had uh, is made by Jackie Chung who uh, I again I don't know him but I've heard his name uh, around the, the scene a lot he he was involved in sea shorts and and cinephilia, yep, yep. and so this is a person who knows you know films and filmmaking and so I think this is one of those films that really worked with the technical qualities in in a very positive sense. So you have, for instance, some shots, much uh, like a shallow depth of field, which which made things uh, um, in terms of the narrative to other. You have some creative room to kind of uh, push the envelope a bit more, uh, which he did. The audio selection, uh, the and choices, uh, the music as well as the the sound design is also quite good. For me, I would the 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 note I wrote down here eeriest, the eeriest film so far. Comma. Really? Got 
got the feels. <laughs> it's just this this film really made me feel much more. Oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, so I, I I like it. I really like it. Uh, it's it's worth checking out. So I'm I'm surprised it's not in the top ten. Yeah, hmm. I'm. I've gone through this list again. Hmm. No. Okay. Okay. So since you are looking at the list, is uh, flick seram dua by check Adria. Is it? In the top ten or amongst the honorable mentions? No, not not as well. Not as well. But yeah, what, what do you think about it? Hmm. Uh, again, something that I like because uh, I I like how there are some very clever working of the camera. So so basically, uh, there are some bits which um, they 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 use. I I think Czech used a number of different uh, shots. But then match them together to create one shot, and it created a very, very scary oh, nice. impact. And I, I want to explain more, but I feel if I do, you, you, <laughs> it will be spoiled. Basically, uh, what I will say is that uh, there are two things. Number one, uh, what, what I mentioned earlier, lah, um, about the 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 scarier eerie bits, it used uh, the sheets. So much um. The, the curtain was used in a way similar to how James Lee would use um, sheets in, in Two Sisters. Again, another horror film. So I thought that was uh, quite clever. Um, and the, the second bit is flares because there, there's one bit where the camera was moving backwards and you capture some light from the uh, lamp, the desk lamp. And it created this macam very nice aesthetic that I did not see in all, all the other films. I think this is because it was shot with the iPhone 11. In fact, that was the first thing that came up on screen, shot on the iPhone 11. I, I, yeah, so I'm guessing that is probably a, a nice feature of the phone that um, it was worked very well into the film itself. I, I like it. Uh, so, so overall, I like it. I mean, to be honest with you, um, there are one or two bits about it that kind of made me feel much. Um, ah, you know, I wish it, it went in a slightly different direction, for instance. But but that's not to take away from from the experience as a whole. Like I mentioned just now, some very eerie bits in this film is very well done. And considering again the restricted conditions under which all the filmmakers are working in, uh, very honourable and very creative. I, I don't know if it's there in the, in the honourable mention, but we. I'm going to give it an honourable mention here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. That's it, I think. Have I covered all the films? Yep. We're done. Yes, you had. Good, good. All right. Yeah. Uh, this is definitely, a, I think, I really like the list of the film that we've discussed today and I hope that the listeners will check it out as well. Yeah, absolutely. We're just lucky that a lot of the people that we know happen to be good filmmakers. <laughs> <laughs> We could have hey. we could have picked on some familiar names and it's like ah no <laughs> <laughs> yeah but all these films I I, I believe they all bring something unique very special uh, to to the to the context and and that's something you have to bear in mind ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages once again again you're not allowed to leave the house you know very limited with what you have and can work with so to have produced all these films I think. Even the, 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 the people not uh, shortlisted for the official top 10 or the official shortlist mm. replica, um, ah, it's a fine achievement, really. You know, I making films, not easy. And so I, heartiest congratulations uh, to all the people who have made their films for this competition. Lovely hey. stuff. Right. Indeed. Okay, Ezra, we're good. Any more for any more?
fun. Okay, indeed. Uh, certainly less boring, a little more challenging. You get the creative juices flowing. <laughs> yeah. Never a bad thing in our books. <laughs> right, ladies and gentlemen, we're good. Good. Uh, say goodbye, Eza. Bye, everyone. Take care. Wash your hands. Wash your hands, indeed, yes. Jaken, say goodbye, Jaken. Goodbye. <laughs> all right and it's also a goodbye from me ladies and gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages to our listeners celebrating the month of ramadan um selamat berpuasa and whatever you do i'm fairly certain korang tak buka puasa pukul 8.25 malam so thank you lucky stars <laughs> we're good okay thank you bye everyone everything is okay i just want to play unplug for the day